Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Do it a little faster. Uh, you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. in with a bunch of sounds Mm-mm-mm. speaking of sounds fuck my spotify list yo what? every year <laughs> you know how it does the the, the spotify wrapped and i'm like yeah it's just gonna prove how eclectic and cool my music sounds are. <laughs> what was it it was I beyonce my beyonce, beyonce too. and all my songs all five top songs were, were beyonce from- and the last one was hillbillies by baby keem and kendrick lamar that's not that bad it was terrible i was so disappointed in myself i was like yo get off her top yo mine was bad too let me go to it it was so irritating what was your number one beyonce song though that's what i'm curious that's like yes yes that girl cuff that girl oh i forgot that the thing was on um, it was that girl. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Mine was Plastic Off the Sofa, Virgil's Groove. Uh That Girl, which I was a bit shocked by. I don't remember, but I was like, boo, this is the dumbest I'm better than this, Shanti. <laughs> I know. I you thought my basic. I, I wanted mine to be salt so bad. And I was guess who my second most listened to artist is? You're gonna who? be so bad. No, you gotta just guess. I don't know. Cardi B. Oh <laughs> basic <laughs> bitch. I know. But third, look, can you see? Third was Jope Beving. And he is a girl ain't piano nobody know player. what that is. He's a piano player that plays me to sleep. If y'all can't sleep, play J-O-E-P, Beving, B-E-V-I-N-G. And then my second was, or fourth was Rihanna, and then fifth was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, it didn't give. Jilp is uh, saving me. But Cardi B being second, shame. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'd be in there. be blasting that. She got one like, album. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> I be fucking with her. I fuck with Cardi sometimes. You know what song? It was when she was like, rip me out the plastic. I been acting brand new. 
I was like, girl, Cardi. That's not Cardi B. She sing that? No. She was on a remix. Because that was when she was like, stupid bitch, that's why my friend fucked on your nigga. <laughs> that shit's so funny to me. Wait, let me anyway. see. How do I see that? I don't even look that. I might. I Girl, might all your life you've been using that damn mouse on your back. That's all I hear is bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, it was Beyonce, Nick Hakeem, Salt, okay. Kendrick Lamar, and Kanye West. No, you were good. <laughs> That's good. That was good, Shanti. I, I respect that. I needed to be cooler than that. That was I'm not happy, cool. I'm happy that Salt was on there. I, I just knew Salt was going to be on mine. Oh, God, the music's playing. Anyhow, Uh-oh. I'm turning 37, Antoinette. Is that how old I'm turning? Yep. You old. In the words of Mandy, you old as fuck. <laughs> you, girl, you don't look 37. I, I remember 37-year-olds, and they look older than us. I'm not 37, but. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I am considering. Come on, get the toxy tox. Come really on, girl, do. let's go. I'm like, why not? The toxic toxy. Let's go. I want to go. I just don't. My forehead's so small, though, it would just not emote. It would be so noticeable. No, look, because they can do baby. They can <laughs> I do need baby Botox. They can do baby Botox. It doesn't have to be a lot. I need a little baby Botox, but I'm feeling. I'm gonna sit with it. I I I need to sit with myself. <laughs> as i mentioned last episode but i'm feeling different i'm feeling scared for the first time no not me being 37 okay. <laughs> why did you just start drawing eyebrows on y'all please get on patreon why did you start doing that was that gonna I make you it. feel I've been better for this i've been looking for this <laughs> shit and i couldn't find it and i just found it you better fuck them eyebrows up, girl. Ooh. I'm scared for myself a little bit, y'all. Oh, let me be serious. I'm sorry. Yeah. You you could elaborate. What am I? Who am I? Hmm. What's happening? What should I be doing? What am I teaching Jolie? Am I a good 37-year-old example? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> It's really trouble. You just stressed me out with some questions. I'm like, hmm. you're like, no, <laughs> no, <that's laughs> no, not true. no. And I, you where sell you are, yourself girl. short all the time. All you got to do is pay the parking tickets and you fucking good. Mm-mm. And I got three new parking tickets because I had to <laughs> no, park at the to Christmas the village. You about to get I the know. Chanti, I, it's, pay it's them. actually not good over here. <laughs> and I'm dead ass. It's not okay. What over do you here, need? Y'all. What? No, seriously. What do you need to figure out what my values are and what I'm doing with my life? That takes some time. <laughs> Can you help me with it? Yes, I will help. Within a half an hour's no, time. No, no, no. Well, I think this. Uh, I think that our break from potting will give you some time to like our little I'm holiday going to break. Mexico, and I ain't coming back. <laughs> you did that before once. I do. They go- know that you did that. What? That you just I was went Guatemala. to? Oh, it's in Guatemala. My bad. And Shanti was like, "I'm moving to Guatemala, everyone," and packed up and left. She came back. 
But she literally was like, I'm leaving and I'm going to go move and live in Guatemala. Dead I ass. I should have kept my ass there. I'd be fluent in Spanish by now. You Joe, said you weren't happy, though. I'm not happy anywhere. So <laughs> why don't you just go? Why don't you just? No, I'm not unhappy, but I'm not. Again, that's not my goal. Happy Being happy in my life is not a goal. I think that's a stupid um, oh. aspiration. What what is the better one? You will immediately be met with disappointment if your goal is happiness, because that's just a fleeting. It's like sadness or or frustration. It comes and goes. But I do want to feel. Um, something other than I'm feeling now. That's all. Ease free. Excuse me. Ease free. Is that how you could want to feel? Um, light. <clears throat> I want to feel more grounded. Mm. That's what I want to feel. I want to feel more grounded and more. Um. Yep. I don't know. I I probably should see a therapist or something. I'm I'm not over the edge. It's not bad. I'm not super depressed. I'm not depressed at all. I'm just like, what the fuck? You're reflective. Yeah. It's going on right now. Mm-hmm. What, where, how, and who? I feel like you're having this point where you're like, holy shit, I'm responsible for the rest of my entire life. What is that going to be? Right? Yeah, like, what the fuck are we doing? What is this? <laughs> anyhow hey girl what you up to (laughs) your lipstick nice thank you queen um we'll talk more about that later um i don't want to talk about that thing the first thing because that was corny um i had a conversation with a friend um after the, the the last podcast and all of the very interesting conversations that are happening around sexual assault, sexual violence, etc. And we were having a conversation about consent. Mm-hmm. And it, this was a man and he brought up such great points and gave me language to some things that I don't think that I even have language to. And full transparency, he said that much of it came from conversation with Tarana Burke. Um, but he was talking about soft yeses and like consent. So I had told him that there's a young boy, my godson had asked permission to hold a girl's hand. Right. And he was like, Oh, that's good that he asked permission for that. When he gets older, he's going to have to realize that he can't always do that. And I was like, no, that's such a great thing. Like he should always ask. And this gentleman was like, well, it depends on the dynamic. If he's somebody's boss, he can't do that. If he's six eight and ends up being, you know, kind of overbearing physically to people, he can't really ask because the ask doesn't always sound like an ask, depending on the circumstance. And I was like, mm, that's interesting. He was like, yeah, he said, it's something that men have to be aware of. It's like, how will this be perceived? And he was like, there's something that 
that every man needs to do more of. And that is understanding like soft yeses and being responsive to women instead of trying to conquer them. He was like, I would be curious to know what a conversation with your godson would be like if you had that conversation. And so, you know, in not trying to conquer them in, in being responsive and being, um, just self-aware as well. He was talking about this concept of like soft yeses. And like he was saying, you know, being if, able to read soft yeses yeah, from the be, women, from, from yeah. From and the also partner. being able to know how to, to using them as a temperature check. Like okay. if you lean in like closer to, to a woman, did she lean in? Did her body stiffen? Did she look away? Did she like, what was it? Did you, did you feel an energetic shift in her that felt like you needed to maybe take a beat, then he was like, some men aren't even aware to try to feel that because they're just so hyper-focused on what they're trying to get and what they're trying to do because it's connected to so many other things. And he was like, temperature check, a woman passes you and you might, if she, does she brush up against you? Can you put, can you put your hand on the top of her back and then slowly does it go to the small of her back? Can you touch her leg? If you look at her lips, does she, does she look at yours? You know, like if you're in close, does she move in closer? You ever been talking to somebody and then you look at his lips and he goes in to kiss you because he knows that you're looking to see if he's going to do it Mm -hmm. like those kind of things. Um, and then, you know, it was very interesting how it's not just gender related either, because obviously men don't only date women and women don't only date women. And so these cues are things that we all need to pick up on. He's just, you know, there is a, there is a dynamic between men and women when it comes to sexual violence. And he was like, the final thing is like, cause I asked him, well, what, what is just a def like, what is a go for you that like something sexual is going to happen? He was like, one, all of those other temperature checks are done. Like you've already done all those things and it's, and it's felt easy. Not only has, has the person join you in them, but during it's felt easy. It's felt comfortable. There might be laughter. You don't, you don't feel a recoil. And then if you go to touch a woman's panties and she lifts up, to allow it he was like oh. that's the soft that's the final soft yes of like okay here we go he was like if she doesn't do that then what are you doing he was like these are all things that men don't look out for we're not taught to look out for i wasn't taught to look out for and i was just like this would be such a great be, conversation yeah. and so i'm trying to convince him to put something together of like, here's a PSA since we're all talking about consent. Here's some things that look like consent to me, feel like consent to me, love feedback from women. Like that could go viral on TikTok and help people. Yeah. You know, like really help young people Yeah, navigate it. Cause I was thinking like, I don't know that I've had that conversation with my godson and I want to now. And with Joe, like with the girl, with the yeah, like too, yeah. she needs to understand this kind of stuff as well. So that was super dope. Um, something else y'all, I lied to y'all. I lied to y'all out mm. my teeth. Uh Oh, <sighs> I told a lie, Shanti. What'd you lie about to us? Girl, I cheated. I cheated. I did something 
I, I came on here and I told y'all that I wasn't going to do something. And Why I went ahead and did it. What you do, God dang it. I started Breaking Bad. I did. I swear for God I did. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm watching him cook up his little crystal meth, getting invested in the cancer. I'm like, man, he's he's trying to pay for it. I'm already on season two. And the whole time, the entire time, I had another Negro in my head, Shati, calling me. Guess who it was? Shut up. It was Rick. Oh Rick and Michonne, call me back, girl. I said, I can't leave him like that. I believe. I believe. And also, it I had resolved because I didn't care about The Walking Dead, any of the spinoffs at all. So I was like, I don't even fucking need to finish it. Because apparently, they had Rick go off the show because they thought they was going to have all these movies. And the movies got canceled. So they did it for no goddamn reason. But. On a fateful day, right before the holiday, listeners from around the way, curls, they sent me a tweet, a Twitter, a X block that said, there is a sequel. There is another spinoff coming and it is starring Rick and Michonne. Wait, and I you said, fin- you finished? I did not finish. The Walking Dead? I did not finish, but I am so happy I came back. I fucking said it. The, for all of y'all that stayed on The Walking Dead, I ain't going to spoil it because there's a lot of people that didn't. And this was so good, I won't. I loved, I loved The Whisperers. That entire arc had me, it had me actually scared when I was watching some of it, pausing it and taking a beat. And I thought it was brilliant. And, and their whole approach, not the whole approach, because they was some nutcases, but the way that they went about shit in order to stay alive, that made sense to me because the entire time I'm like, y'all been done this before and y'all know it works, so why y'all don't do it all the time? Now we see why, because you go mad. It was so good. Oh my God, Carol's arc. Oh, Carol is, girl. Carol was only supposed to be on The Walking Dead for like three episodes and they kept her and it's like laughable that she's all the way I'm on season 11 now the final season and she's still in it still oh I might have could spoil that for some people but oh well it is so her she embodies that flawed human that's not good or bad they just you mean all human yeah but she embodies it like there's some people who try to be good like they they perform good. Like I feel like I try to be like I don't want to be looked at and seen as a flawed human. I want to always try to be the best version of myself and make sure people know that I'm doing that instead of just being, right? That's something I'm working on. But she don't do that. And most people I feel do what I do. Where it's like yeah. I have to present appropriately. Yeah. Of course. That's not Carol. Carol is like I am trying to survive mm. and I don't want to take, I don't, I don't wish anyone else harm. I just have to seek justice and survive the way that I know how. And it's just watching her. I'm like, wow, girl, I, it's riveting, riveting. Please I loved don't, that. Please episode. don't play around with baking. Breaking Bad, though. No, I'm going to go back. No, yeah. 
But then, but you're fucking up because, and you're making it harder and harder to return because you. No, I'm going back because I was into it. No, I don't. I was into it. I know where I'm at. I know he, he just started doing wholesale. I know where I'm at. I'm season two, baby. And the wife is getting a little like, the fuck you doing? He got bodies now. He got bodies now. You know what I mean? Well, that was uh, it. Oh, also, you reprised the old episode with us and Fran. And that was, child, I wasn't a good interviewer then. I was embarrassed a little bit. But you I don't what? know. You listened to the whole thing? No, I didn't listen to any of it because I just remember being like, ugh, we have fucking Fran on. And that wasn't, that was not like even, that wasn't even an episode that made sense to have her on. We just did an episode and didn't even cater it to the guest. And like, anyway, so we did the best that was, we, we did were, the best okay? we could then. That Shout was to episode Fran. 31. Like, oh, we was kidding idiots. Me? Shout out to Fran coming on episode 31. Cause I'd have been like, y'all got five listeners. Okay. Shout out to Fran. Oh, Shout out to the episode. Wow, 31. How many listeners did we have? How wow. far did you scroll back for that? Why was that what know, you picked? Because it felt like all of them were so recent still. Good for it you. So recent. I was like, well. Well, apparently people did not. I guess we weren't talking about very current events then because people were commenting on it as though it just came out. And I got all these tweets and DMs. I said something about Game of Thrones on that episode, about an issue I had with it. And people had an issue with me. What was <laughs> and the I, issue? I don't remember. It's episode 31. Yeah. I'm like, what did I say? This causing a stir. Why would they DM you and not bring up the episode? The One girl was like, I, I agree with your take on Game of Thrones. Wanna let and she did go ahead and explain no no and then another girl came on and she explained that I think I was talking about the pacing of the season and one girl hit me hit us with like actually the 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 two writer guys they were slated to like direct the next version of Star Wars and they started rushing and they had to speed it up yeah and they had to speed it up and then yeah. George R Martin wasn't consulted appropriately for the end and he was like that's not the end that I envisioned. And then now that's why he's refusing to, he has like certain rights to House of Dragons. They have to consult him. They can't do X, Y, Z. Like he built that in his contract. So shout out to you lady for sending that. But I don't know what I said, but I love Game of Thrones y'all still. If I went back to Walking Dead, you know I love Game of Thrones. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a little break. Okay. After these messages, <laughs> make sure I'm still awake. We'll be right back. Boop. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. And we are back. So... Since we took just one week off, and you know, I'm gonna address some shit real quick. There were, when I posted what I posted, there was two people that called cutting up about us taking the break. And then by the time I checked again, it was a third. Now one lady doesn't count. I'm not counting her in the three. One lady called and she was like, you, she called back and was like, you know what? I heard how, sound, how crazy that sounded. Just forget what I had said. We just love y'all. We miss y'all. But you got to tell us first before y'all go on a break. And I was like, okay, Violet. We've, we failed to mention that we were going on a break. Oh. If I remember that. We did. We did leave people hanging. We hit them with the reprise. Like, boop, shut up. So, sorry. But y'all other three, cut it out. I ain't even really mad because that is like, okay, the demand is real. Thank you. But cut it out. We talk about humanizing people all the time on this podcast. I said, I, I know that ain't what my ears just heard. We don't have a team. And <laughs> people, you don't, people don't understand it. People don't know what it takes to make a podcast. We ain't know what it <laughs> Girl, I ain't know what's all this. Woo! And this has been since 2018. Yeah, and we ain't rich yet. I'm frustrated. <laughs> Do you think I no, we catch a steam. We're catching steam. The Patreon is growing. We're able to we have Monty. Girl, when we first started, I was editing all this shit. That was hell. We I don't think we would keep going. Like we are doing good things. We moved up to twice a week. Generating more ad money. Gonna have more merch because of it. We might be frustrated. But we are growing and our community is strong and standing behind us. And they understand when we need a break, the majority. So with that said, we would like to announce that we will be taking a holiday break. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you all the dates now. And then there's also roles in nursing. <laughs> becoming cpa also because things (laughs) because things are so busy and shanti's birthday is next week we will not be recording next week but we will be recording the week after and our lovely lovely editor extraordinaire monty has agreed that he will be able to have those episodes ready for us on the 20th and i think the 21st so the episode Monday, the 18th, will come out on the 20th. But you will still get two episodes that week. After that, from the 25th to the 12th of January, there will be no new episodes. 
We are taking three weeks off of recording, three weeks off of editing, three weeks off of clips, three weeks off of researching, three weeks off of Patreon. We're just taking a break. I honestly don't think I have much else to offer. I need to shut up and read. I need to go experience some things and take notes while I do it so that I'm prepared when I get back. (laughs) So she said, take notes while I do it. I dead ass be doing that. Like, oh, this would be really good. My new thing is I text things to myself. That's very helpful. I just scroll up the text. Anyway, y'all, we love y'all. And thank you for understanding in advance. That's what Fran be saying. Thank you for understanding in advance. And I love that. I'll be seeing her say that. So now we're going to play voicemails because there were so many. Because we took. Thank you. We took a week off. And I don't want these to go to waste. So here we go. Hi. Um. My name's Lexi. Um, I'm calling um, about the reprise of the 270 that was just posted. Um, this message uh, for Antoinette, um, you know, I was listening to the episode and then I was like, I skipped that one. It was really good. I feel like I hadn't heard it before. Um, but anyhow, um, you know, Antoinette, I just wanted to say this to you because um, I felt like I resonated with what a lot of what you were saying. Um, and I'm also a fellow Libra girl as well, um, who also loves men. <laughs> I myself into some uh, time. Um, but basically, you know, I think Antoinette, at least what I found, because I've been in a lot of similar situations, is, you know, you know how amazing you are. Like, when I, when I hear that you are still single, I am like, what is going on? And the city of New York that someone has not scooped this girl up yet. Um, but you already know that. You know that about yourself. Um, a thing that I've noticed through a lot of self-reflection, because I realized I was having situations where a lot of the common denominator was me. Um, and then I try to look at the common denominator for people I know who were in relationships that I admired, not just relationships in general, because some people, nobody wants their partner. Um, but ones that I admired, the person, um, you know, my friends were, were in a space where they really believed um, that they were not just, like, worthy and deserving of a great partner and would be a great partner, but expected it to happen. And I'm not trying to, like, put words in your mouth or say that you're not expecting that, but that to me was something that really stood out with I realized these people expected that it would be fine, expected that they would meet someone, expected that they had done the work. We're not done the work, and we're just generally optimistic people. And they would not be in these situations again. Um, So that's just my two cents, Um, not just what are our boundaries, but also what are our expectations. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. That was a bar. I like that. Yeah, I like it too. I think she's right. I don't know that I expect anything. I think I've spent so I think I've spent so much time preparing myself for not getting it mm-hmm. and being okay with that because that okay. makes me a strong person and a person yeah. who's self-actualized and not trying to be chosen that I don't I don't think I'm courageous enough to be like, "Oh yeah, it'll Ooh. happen." Oh, 
I think that's the I I cannot Ooh. I talked to you that you said courageous. Oh yeah. I mean, I t- I've talked to you about like, yo, I long for the time when like I can be excited about somebody without being terrified or anticipating the disappointment. You know, it's just like, mm. and there that takes courage to be like, and nah, I'm, I've done that where I'm like, this is it, I'm going, and it's like, oh, bitch. So yeah. as you get older, and it's not that I'm against it either. It just is like. How do you build up that courage again? How do you, how do you? I don't know if I want to. One, okay. Interesting. Right revelation. now, I think I just am like, I think I'm, I feel maybe a little more powered in, in this space of like, I'm wildly open to it. And in, I feel like I'm inviting it in, but I also will have to be okay if not. And like, and it, it my life won't be over if it doesn't happen. Like just but, being okay with that. But it, but cause I used it, to think it would. <laughs> what I heard, what I think I heard her saying, and maybe you're not interpreting it the same way, but that the people that got in those relationships where they seemed healthy and fulfilling, it was because they're uh, the magnetizing denominator was they expected that to be what happened and it wasn't a detached thing it was very intentional like oh this is what's going to happen in my life I expect this I'm gonna be in a relation be in relationship you know what I mean I know I'm I'm saying I don't you ain't doing that I don't have the courage to do that and you don't want to build the courage you don't you're I don't know if that. I do. I don't know. I love that answer. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you are so funny. I do. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, ladies. Just calling to also let you guys know about the Libby and Hoopla app. It is free as long as you have a library card. And you can listen to free audiobooks and read free stories um, just through, again, your library card. Do you know the uh, Spotify app when you have the premium subscription is awesome? You know, you always use something that's free if you don't want to pay for it or if you're not paying for it. I love using it. I've been using it for years. Libby, the Libby app and the Hoopla app, as long as you have a library um, card. And, yeah, it's awesome. Love you guys. See you. I love that. What'd she say? She said the Libby, the Libby Act. Or the Libby App Act. I'm always thinking about politics. Libby App. And Hoop. I think she had said Hoopla, but I couldn't quite understand. But the Libby App. I didn't know that. And you know what I'm upset about? I don't think I have a library card. Girl. I don't think that I have a New York library card. Oh. There's a lot of things I, I don't think that I really established myself as a new yorker like there's just certain things that i'm like i don't need that here but why wouldn't i need that here i've been to the library so i had one at some point yeah i've been to the big library but i don't go often they closing them shits anyway oh i wonder how many of us adults still have library cards Yes, Libby app. Come on. They try they try to keep the 
the people down by not letting them know about these free resources. Yeah, like in the why community. don't we know that? Thank you, sis. Thank you so much for you didn't write down the time. Damn it. <laughs> T. Yeah, one job. All right, ready? Next one up. Just put the time on that one. Hi, ladies. Um, this is your girl, AJ, from um, Pennsylvania, up in Park, Pennsylvania. I was calling because I meant to leave this message two weeks ago. That's how much I remembered. But anyway, uh, referring to the episode, um, of course, I forget the number as I'm leaving this message, but about Jadena and talking about the um, activity of him stripping. And I think I tweeted, Antoinette, would you do that um, exercise? Because I know you've had issues with loving your body and loving yourself, although I'm sure you're a lot more uh, confident and have every reason to be as you've gotten older. And I think that um, loving your body is definitely something that we all struggle with, but yet at the same time, we win that battle when we realize there are worse things that could happen in the world. And, you know, you having a bloated day or whatever, whatever, should, shouldn't even deter whether or not you're a beautiful black woman. And I still struggle with mine in my 45-year-old body. But nonetheless, going back to Jadena, I love a man being humble and, and being genuine. Now, opposed to when Ashanti was going off on common a while back, um, the vulnerability has to be genuine, and it has to also involve accountability. And that's why sometimes some brothers come off as disingenuous because they're not taking accountability for when they were being trashed to women. And that's all men, not just black men. But it's even more reassuring with black men because right now we're finding that they feel targeted and then some of them also feel like black women are taking their masculinity from them. And I think that's crap because some of that is because you were all raised in, in a certain environment that maybe required you to be defensive early in your life. So a lot of us basically are fighting demons from the minute we go into society. And so I think with Jadena, he was willing to look back and pull back that page and say, ugh, and then look at the growth and celebrate that and be vulnerable. And that to me is a beautiful thing for any man to embrace no matter what age you are. You know, you, you get older, you're supposed to get wiser. You're not supposed to get um, <laughs> less than smart, to put it that way. So I appreciate that discussion towards the end of that episode. And as always, um, I definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, Shanti, keep blazing a trail, girl. It's hard, but you're doing it because you know you believe that you can do it because you are a winner no matter how much you uh, refuse to give yourself that props. But you and Antoinette both are definitely beautiful works in progress as we all are in this day and age. And I hope 2024 brings even more progress for you ladies as well as all of us who are listening. And I look forward to the next uh I forget what y'all ended up calling it, hookup, link up, uh, town hall uh, discussion. And uh, I will definitely give you all props again then. All right. This is your girl, AJ. I'm out. Bye. AJ. Love AJ. Shout out to AJ. Shout out to A to the Jizzy. Wow. AJ knew that you needed that message, girl. Thank you, AJ. Did you receive it? I receive it. Mm. It was interesting. We got we got mixed feedback on Jadena. There were some people who were like, whatever, sounds like a fuck boy. And I was like, oh. Yeah, some people did not. You they didn't believe what? him. Did I believe Jadena? I don't know. I'm still on the fence. You wow. be- Did you believe Jadena? I did, absolutely. Oh. Do I need to See? believe him? See, I'm courageous. No, I, no. no. That, I, I, she this, said, oh. I don't need to believe him because I'm just projecting my shit onto him all, you know, I'm clear on that. But uh, shout out J Dot. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
think it's AJ interesting, Bush though. AJ was preaching about the authenticity and accountability part, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that we're running into a lot of people who, who, now that this language is available to us, more available to us, and getting more getting more mainstream coverage. It's it's a part of the clickbait that they're learning language, reading a couple books, and then determining that they're good people. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> you saw what I mean? You know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm like, it doesn't necessarily mean that. And that goes for us as well. Yeah, me especially. Absolutely. Me especially. I'm still a bad person. No, okay, I didn't. Did I say bad? I said they're determining that they're good people. Doesn't mean bad. It means that like, you know, you can you can know what to do and not do it is all I'm saying. So Tyler hopefully Jadena's doing it. I your girl because I'm a bad person. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> have, we, have we talked? Where did that come from? <laughs> I fucked your girl because I'm a bad person. I was like, yes. <laughs> have we talked about my... I'm shocked. I'm <laughs> shocked crush. at it. He is on the list, girl. I think he is so Internet sexy. The fuck Tyler. He is. He's he's irreverent. You think I really I'm do. irreverent? That nigga don't give a fuck. I love his energy. I love but his I, music. He's but wildly I, incredible. I trust his I I would if I were with him, I would trust him. Like I trust his judgment. Like I, tr- I think that he makes sound decisions, and I don't know that much about him, so don't DM me no shit about what he did. But what I'm saying is, when he like they at they were talking about the top five, like who's on your top five? He's like, I fucking hate that question because half these kids are like, oh, Tupac, Big Nas, nigga, you don't know them, you don't know them, you didn't grow up on their music, they're not in your top five. You're telling us what you think. You should say, and I'm disinterested in all of that. And I and I don't trust you now because you're not being yourself. You're trying mm. to be somebody that I want. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you sexy. Like, but he was pop. sexy. Oh, you. Oh, I hit the mic. Sorry, Monty. He was super sexy at Made in America. Me and Amanda watched his show, and I was I like, oh, my he, God. He can dress his ass off, too. He has impeccable taste. That's what I love. You ever like, seen he, him talk to somebody with the riz? Like with his wrist when he want to get going. You ever seen him play around on social media about how fine a dude is or how fine a girl oh, is? Oh, yeah. He, he oh, got, I'd he be like, whole, But have you seen Talk to me. I love that he nice. did a whole freestyle where he was talking about fucking a. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Yes. <laughs> what was that? He's brilliant. And he was on, uh, what's the guy? Sway. Yeah. You don't have the answer, Sway. He was on Sway's uh, freestyle. He just came out of nowhere. <laughs> talking I about love it. I so intentional. Her. Ooh. Shout out to Tyler. Come create. You know who else sweet as she wanted him? She was like, I kn-. she wrote like, I know y'all. Before y'all say it, I know. But also. Who? Carrie Olson. For Tyler? <laughs> yeah, she was like, I know, but also I'm trying to holler at the kid real quick. He could get it. Fuck All right. girl, because I'm a bad person. Hey, hey, I'm calling all the way from L.A., long, long time member of the community. Um, Since I was learning to do my own natural hair in college 10 years ago, and I'm now 30, but I've been a long time. Super Order fan, indirect cousin, and friend. Um, Love you both. Love the ways you use your platform and open yourselves and your lives to us so that we can 
all be in community and grow together. So just wanted to start with that um, intro <laughs> and hello. Uh, but also wanted to talk about like some of the political conversations that y'all have had recently. Um, I appreciate all the political info y'all share and the discourse and debate, but I wanted to push back or maybe just like add to the conversation about the madness of the existing system, the third party choices, presidential votes, et cetera. Um, and in my day job, I work in politics. I'm a lawyer, deeply connected on the activism and movement space, working with people across the state, the nation, to really dismantle these systems of oppression, including capitalism, anti-black racism, continued colonialism, et cetera. So I just wanted to preface and say that I'm not talking out of my ass or <laughs> when I'm saying some of this stuff or just saying something strictly rooted in my opinion, but in actual deep knowledge of the system. And I wanted to say that we actually really don't have to choose between the lesser of two evils. And the problem is, and I don't mean this like in an offensive way, but I think the problem is the narrative that both you and Shanti have about the system and our power to impact it. Um, a third party candidate can't get enough votes because the people that align with those values or candidates either are, to Shanti's point, understandably frustrated with the U.S.'s version of a democratic system and they're unwilling or less enthusiastic about participation in it because it often feels like a farce or an illusion that only continues to serve oppressive systems, or they are, to Antoinette's point, driven to participate in the hopes that they change the system, but the way that they participate unintentionally perpetuates the same cycles. And so we aren't aligned and organized enough as a community to successfully rally around and get enough votes for a third-party candidate. But in reality, we could have a third-party candidate in office. We could push back on the Dem Party choices that don't align with our values, but it takes the collective and it doesn't start or end at voting. Um, so I just wanted to caution pushing a narrative that it's a wasted vote to go third-party or that we have to choose between the lesser of two evils, between domestic or international terrorism. And I would also caution against the narrative that it's all a sham or that we have little power to shift these systems through voting and instead talk more about what we can do to shift these systems. Um, and some of the, what it will take is for people to be plugged in during redistricting to ensure districts aren't gerrymandered. Um, it will take a lot of voting for people for the well-known offices. Oh, damn. Oh, she got cut off. But Sis called back a couple times, and she – the reason why I played that one was because she didn't hold us accountable in the other um, voicemails that she called back in, and I wanted to make sure that was in there. Um but she did talk about the importance of the census and she talked about the importance of organizing. And that is why we feel like we have a two party system. So I want to invite her to come on the podcast sometime next year. I would love to have that conversation with her since she does this work. So sis, we have your number, but if you could email us at around the way curls at gmail.com, I ain't trying to violate by using your phone number. So I would love to continue the conversation. But Shanti, yes. I'll, let you, I'll let you respond. No, no, I don't have nothing to say. Yes. Oh, I, I think that, um, I think I, I, yeah, I agree with, I agree with her, believe it or not. And I agree with her that um, I appreciate her cautioning us with the narrative, especially with the platform that we have, the narratives that both you and I have. I also think that um, that's the cynic in me where I don't, be, where I, feel that I know we are not currently organized enough to get a third party candidate in um, and that we're deeply unserious, many of us, um, and not as dedicated 
I'm speaking for myself as well as we should be to liberation for us to successfully get that through. And I don't know that that thinking is helpful or in alignment with what I say on this podcast. So thank you for that voicemail. It it made me reflect on how I show up in the space. Sometimes I think sometimes I'm venting, but I also think deep down, I mean it which is not very radical at all. Yana? Uh, I'm going to play. There's one final voicemail. She actually called twice. I'm going to break the rules for sis because I want to be able to play um, her thoughts. Hi, Antoinette and Shanti. Um, I just finished listening to the most um, recent episode. I think um, the one um, with, uh, Mr. Leo on it. Um, and I just wanted to first off say that I thought that was such an amazing episode that you guys did. I felt like it was extremely balanced. Um, and that's kind of hard to pull off, I think. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little apprehensive at first, um, you know, about, uh, there would be a little bit too much like male centric, um, viewpoint in the episode, but I think you guys did a really good job of um, you know, really relaying to listeners that you were listening, learning, but also um, kind of expecting that the same from your guest. Um, I did take a couple notes, and I just wanted to point out some things that I thought were um, interesting. Um, you know, I think um, Tilio's point about, like, to you know, listening to men, creating a safe space for men, um, holding men, like letting them be their full selves, I think that's extremely important. And that's something that I've been exploring even just with family members, with my younger brother, um, you know, really creating space for him to be himself. And if that looks different or the expression of that looks different than maybe I'm like used to or what I like normally ascribe to for like manliness, like, you know, not, not, if not, not presenting that person with an immediate reaction to that, right? Because we're going to have reactions sometimes when something is different than what we expected, but not putting that reaction on someone else. So I think even if you're not in a partnership or you're not dating or you're not in a space yet where you trust men in a romantic capacity, putting that into practice with your family members or friends or coworkers even is really valuable and important. Um, at the same time, I also just, you know, Antoinette, you brought up it towards the end of the conversation, um, just the history of, you know, just um, how women, especially black women, um, sometimes get the short end of the stick in society and how I feel like that is forgotten a lot of the time in these conversations about men and what men need is, hey, it's like we hear you, we get what you're saying, um, but let's not forget the context here, too. It can't be all about you know, you're reading the right books, you're showing up for us, you're doing this, we need to listen more. And then it somehow either gets turned into men who actually exhibit those traits being rarefied and deified to a degree. That's how it feels to me. Um, without keeping in mind the context of where a lot of women are coming from. Yes, we have room for improvement. I'm a woman who really hasn't had interactions with men. Hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just called and I got cut off because I apparently don't know how to time out three minutes correctly. Um, but I just ask that, um, 
when men do that work, right, when they take the time to educate themselves, they take the time to enrich themselves with knowledge, they take the time to say, hey, I'm showing up as a better person, um, not just romantically, but in general, they, at the same time, we don't omit the history of where a lot of people are coming from, a lot of the experiences that a lot of, like, women and non-binary people are having. Um, yes, your the way you show up in the world might be a particular way. It might be in a way that cherishes all other people of different walks of life, um, but that can't be used as a way to sort of, like, rarefy yourself um, without having accountability um, to the – I don't know, just how you benefit and holding others, holding other men in that same accountability. I love all the different, like, groups and men's groups and stuff I see, but I, I just hope that accountability, in-the-moment accountability, the same kind of accountability we ask um, when someone has a friend who's maybe making racially insensitive comments, that in-the-moment accountability, as well as in-the-moment uplifting, I think is equally important. So that's all I had to say. Thank you guys for putting together this awesome episode, and I hope that you both um, enjoy your Thanksgiving, however you partake in the holiday. Um, thank you. I'll let you go. Yeah, I think that's a really important um, point. I think we, as a collective, or our collective discussion around men is that they are collectively broken and harmful, and so then when there are men that <clears throat> talk about having the tools or having the knowledge, this idea of them being rarefied or deified that she used. That was such a good word and I'm not pronouncing it right. Um, then becomes another method of like power. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Um, if wielded, yeah. They, yeah. Can, it, they can definitely use that knowledge to manipulate or that that rarefication, that ex I mean, exalting. not even to manipulate, but to somehow, yeah, to just to they wield it. a power dynamic, yeah. even yeah. if the power dynamic is then over the so-called bad men or women that can't appreciate. Yeah. Um, I think the goal of bell hooks of, uh, I think bell hooks in particular uh, she was referenced a lot is especially in all about love is to like is like this spiritual transcendence is like this transcendence beyond gender in a lot of ways of uh us just being human and us just learning how to care for each other and not harm each other and transcend gender all together and i aspire and I'm inspired by that notion and anybody that's down for the cause of doing that is 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 doing the Lord's work and it's a process and it takes time and there's lots of grace and compassion that is required. Um, and I think that listener offered a lot and I had great points. So that that was great. That was good. It was, um, I think I often glaze over and I felt myself glazing over during that episode <clears throat> when it, because I, I don't feel activated by conversations around gender 
that we we have collectively uh-huh um and i'll just say that i'll be accountable to that <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything to say besides that, but maybe I'll do better or, or I'll, I'll sit with why. I don't know. Um, it just feels. Is, is it because you feel like the conversations are ridiculous or is it because what are you being dismissive of in that? I guess I'm curious. Is it a little bit of, of it just feels like it doesn't go anywhere, especially the the collective chatter around it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. Maybe it is. It probably is. Yes, of course it is. If we're having conversations, we weren't having conversations like this, you know, years ago. So, of course, it's moving a meter in some way. But I think... Um, yeah, I just... I, it feels like nothing new is being really being said and like the work is in the in the in the interpersonal relationships it's in that just like the woman's in the moments of accountability that we're asking or calling or bringing attention to it's like in the moment to moment awareness that is required to recondition ourselves and, and see where we're conditioned versus like just th be living in theory about it. It just, I think yeah, it just kind of glaze over. I think when we talk about it, I, I would, I would ask you to examine. I wonder if you glaze, if, I, I'm hope, hmm, how do I say that? I would ask you to just observe if you glaze over, if it might have anything to do or be related to, um, like, again, maybe not holding space for, for men to be a part of the conversation and to shepherd them sometimes along in it or listen. Shepherd. I don't know. Sometimes we having a, it, sometimes you got to bring somebody to the fucking water. And that goes on both ends. Mm -hmm. and, and I think in, I think in, in emotion, emotionally just make, and when I say shepherd them, I mean, creating the safe space, not forcing it on them or doing the work, but just allowing it to be a possibility. Um, I think the conversations, if they are intentional, if they're handled with care, if they are solution oriented, can be quite nourishing and fruitful. Mm -hmm. I think they're, they can be a little um, exhausting and also they require a lot of listening actively. I, I think it, it also can just feel like, yo, can't we, sometimes you're just like, well, that sounds simple. Create a safe space. All right. I don't want to hear that no more. Like it's, it's repetitive. It is, but sometimes in order to really understand people, you got to say things different ways to get oh, yeah. them to hear you. That's, yeah, it's like washing the mirror. Like I said, you got to keep saying the same thing over yeah. and over. I get it. I'm just, I, I, that's just my, I know that that's my, uh, what'd you call that? Not character flaw, but my. I don't think it's a character flaw. It's not a character flaw, but I know I could feel myself in that conversation. You know, um. Not feeling activated in a way that maybe 
but I but it's also dope that even with my the way I was feeling, people f- enjoyed it and felt activated and were learning and and was like, yeah, oh, we got that. a lot of. She she thought it. it was balanced. I think that's great. That's great. Okay. Shout out that's to wonderful. Leo. Thanks for making that possible, Antoinette, and for Leo for showing up and showing up. Yeah. Well, everybody, it's about that time. We will be back next week. We will have a main topic. We just didn't want to let voicemail sit and never get played. And yeah, Shanti's birthday, by the time this comes out, no, next week. No, okay. Shanti's birthday is the next week. But y'all got to be thinking about our girl Shanti and shower her with love soon. Pray but that's me. it. We praying, child. Ain't nobody praying for me. That's not true. I love you very much. I love you. Bye. Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> very good.